Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. And this morning, we welcome Diana into the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom. Good morning, Diana. Hey, good morning, guys. So you're going to have a little beef here with your sister, Crystal. And what in the world is this all about? Well, it was her birthday like a couple Saturdays ago. I got her like this really nice card and I wrote her this really nice message. And I went over there this weekend and I saw it in the trash. So your birthday card had already been discarded. Completely. <laughs> yes. The birthday card has been discarded. Oh. I see what you did there. That's All kind right. of awkward. Well, I, I mean, I asked her about it. I was like, why did you throw this card, my card in the trash? Like. And she's like, um, well, I kept it, like, for a few days, and, like, what am I supposed to do with it? And then we just kind of got into an argument, because I'm, I'm the kind of person that keeps that kind of stuff, because especially if you wrote, like, a message, I didn't just, like, give her a card and then sign it. Like, I wrote a message myself, along with, you know, the Hallmark sentiment part of it. <laughs> like a sincere note. Do you know if she may have taken a picture of the note? No, she... You know, she would have said something in her defense or something, but no, she didn't say that. So do you have a box in your house that just has every card you've ever received inside of it? I have, like, a drawer of, like, my, like, you know, my sister, my parents, you know, type of thing. I mean, I get it, like, if it's your, you know, colleague or whatever, but I do. <laughs> I have I have a, a nice little drawer of my, of my cards. Okay, so you're you're more sentimental, you think, than your sister Crystal? I mean, I think it's been proven since she had even after I confronted her about it, she was like, "What's the big deal?" Did you take <laughs> like, it out of the trash, or did you just let it go? Like, I know you confronted her, but I feel like one of my family members might have taken it out of the trash and put it back on the table. Yeah, like, or waved it in your face, <laughs> stains and all. No, it looked really sad. It had like a stain and a banana peel on top of it. So now wait, so. Was- Obviously, she just did this pretty much because if you open the trash to throw something away and it's right there at the top, then she must have done it pretty much right before you came over. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, well, she was having company. So she was probably just cleaning up around the house and tossing stuff away and your car just went with the rest of the junk. Junk. Yeah. I'm really going to skimp on his next birthday card. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, Diana, do you have a closing argument before we go to the jury? I just think that if a person you love gives you a card that has a heartfelt message from they themselves, like, it shouldn't be trashed along with, you know, the compost. I mean, how long did you expect her to keep it, though? Is there, like, an etiquette to that? I don't know. I I think that's what we're supposed to figure out here. All right. Well, let's start doing that. Statman, juror member number one, are you team uh, Diana or team Crystal? And I guess because the card just represents the feeling you're trying to send. It means to me nothing. It's about the message, the money inside. That's what it's about. (laughs) They don't throw away the money, do they? 
No, they do not. No, I'm just kidding. If it was like a homemade card, I'd say, yeah, there is time spent on that. You should definitely keep those. My older uh, relatives, maybe it's morbid, but I'll hold on to their cards more than I will my siblings. But I've got five siblings. That's a lot of cards to be storing up. And most of them just pick something off the shelf to put a gift card inside of anyway. So I'm not going to hold on to it. So I'm on Team Crystal, I guess. I think I wait probably like a week, maybe. And then, you know, just... I don't time to get rid of it. So, so. that's about what she sounds like. Crystal waited about Sorry, a week. Sorry, girl. It's, I'm team Crystal. I'm sorry uh-huh. to see it. You know, maybe yeah. she could have been a little bit more discreet about it. Yeah. But. That, that kind of sucks that you opened up the trash there. But uh, I'm going to go uh, you, team Diana, because I am, I guess I save cards. Um, a lot of times I will put them on the bulletin board in my kitchen just at the top with a little thumbtack. And uh, I just went through... A couple of days ago, actually, and cleaned off all those, threw them away. And except for one from my kids, I I saved that. It says Dad's swear jar on it (laughs) on the front. So I thought it was one. I'm I'm with you. I think I I hang on to them. And if I don't put them on the bulletin board, there's a little slot in my computer desk that I stick them into. So I I think we're both pack rats is what we are. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) sentimental pack rats, right? Yes, exactly. All right, so two to one. We've sided with Crystal, but we got a very important other member to come in on the jury, and that's our B105 audience, okay? Good. And let's, <laughs> let's see hope. what they say. By the way, how many sentences was your personal message on the card? Um, I mean, it was a good, it was a good paragraph. Okay. I'm only holding on to a card if it's 500 words or more. I'm just saying. There's, there's got to be a limit. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's see the jury here. 749 B105 and through the app. Okay. Good luck, Diana. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, who was right last night? We heard from Diana, who is uh, in a little bit of a spat with her sister, Crystal. It was Crystal's birthday a couple of Saturdays ago. Diana got her a nice birthday card, wrote a little message in there, along with the Hallmark sentiments there. And, uh, well, went over to Crystal's house this past weekend and saw it in the trash. And she's like, wait, you threw away my birthday card already? What's going on there? We sided with Crystal two to one over Diana. Let's see what our B105 jury has to say. Rachel from Alexandria, you're on Team Diana. Why is that? I am. I uh, actually keep my cards also. um, And every once in a while, I'll go through them. And, you know, I will discard some. I just recently went through uh, things from our wedding. And um, I found some from my grandma and my aunt who has now passed. So it really meant a lot um, and made me smile seeing those. Uh, card. So I think it's really sweet and sentimental to keep them. Angel, though, from Deer Park says, uh, I am Team Crystal. Why is that? I think Diana needs to grow up. <laughs> um, saving cards in your drawer and little things like that, that's what we did in junior high. She gave her sister a beautiful card, put a beautiful message in it, and that's what her sister's going to remember, that message. And that's the memory. But all this keeping card stuff, that's junior high. <laughs> Lisa from Fairfield, Team Diana, why is that? I keep all of my cards, just a date on the back of them, and I have a tour that I keep them in, and 
especially ones with heartfelt messages. It just means something to you. Right, especially if there's like a heartfelt message within it. But then you have people like Michelle. She wrote in on the P105 app. She says, this is a hilarious topic to me. My husband thinks I should save every card from 29 years ago. I burnt some during COVID when we were home together. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I, I burnt them. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Carla from Middletown, back to Team Crystal. Why is that? Don't be a pack rat. I've saved every card and stuff and have boxes in my basement for my kids. I'm older now. My kids don't want it. I never go through the stuff. So all it is is just boxes of junk that I have to throw out now. I mean, there's no sense in saving stuff. It's the sentiment. It's the it's the feeling that she gave her when she gave her the card. And I, I remember working with Ashley, who used to work in our sales department here. And now she runs the Life Less Cluttered. Mm-hmm. And I think she would tell you to take a picture of the card. So you still have it in a way, mm-hmm. but you know, you're know you not just storing hundreds of cards over mm-hmm. the years. That's pretty good. But the dad in me says, hey, what about the storage on your phone? You're going to run out of space. Oh, my God. Ah! Yeah. Backup hard drive. Yeah, there we go. Now, Heather wrote in and said she saves her cards, and it came in handy because when her great-grandmother passed away, I guess in a 16th birthday card, she wrote, I love you. And Heather was able to get that tattooed on her arm and tribute cool. to her grandma. So Whoa. I can see that's, that's pretty very nice. Yeah. But, but that's just one yeah, card you yeah, can hold on right. to, not yeah. everyone <laughs> from every birthday. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. So uh, yesterday at one point during the show, I was talking about how I was feeling like a fraud because I had a dentist appointment just for a checkup and a cleaning yesterday at noon. And I was going to leave here in time for myself to stop at my house and vigorously brush my teeth a couple of times and then floss because I knew it was coming that they were going to, are you flossing? Are you doing all this stuff? And uh, of course I was going to lie. Then I realized the dentist office was probably listening and they're going to know as soon as I walk in, what I said on B105 yesterday. Yeah. So what happened when you walked in? <laughs> exactly what I thought was going to happen. Oh. Uh, my uh, dental hygienist, Jody, who I just adore, I, she's been treating me for, you know, years over there. Here she is. <laughs> you heard me on the radio, right? I did hear you on the radio. And what did you think about that? I was not happy with what you uh-uh. said. Why is that? Because you know better. You know you're supposed to floss every day. You can't run home and floss and expect Wait. everything to be okay when you sit down in the chair. I <laughs> See, this is why I said you would yell at me. I know, and you were right. I had to take my gloves off and increase the speaker so I could hear what you were saying. <laughs> you could hear the lies I coming did. through the radio. I did. <laughs> yep. And what did your coworker tell you? They know. They, yes. <laughs> I didn't floss. I just went home and brushed. I didn't okay. do that. Well, why didn't you floss? Because I knew you were going to yell at me anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, they were on to me from the get-go. It's like inevitable. It I, is. There are people who have great habits of flossing. Yeah. But I guess I've just never put that in my routine. Mm-hmm. And they say to, like, make a new habit, it's to stack it with mm-hmm. another habit. So you would think, brush your teeth, floss. I never do it. Never do and it. neither do you. Now, Stat, you have like a little cheat sheet kind of thing. Yeah, well, the little tooth flosser things, the little plastic handles I bring everywhere I go. That, And I end up flossing, I think, probably more than I do brushing just because I have those handy and on hand everywhere. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. that. 
That that's the exact reason why I think so many people have like uh, the fear of a dentist because they don't want to be yelled at. Oh well, Joe. But look, you're giving them constant business. <laughs> you would think True. they'd look at you and go, "All right, here's our paycheck. We're getting a bonus this week." Here he is. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, just you know. I, I, I got yelled at a little bit, but it was all in good fun. All right, well, how did the checkup go? Well, I have the post review from Jody here. Here we go. All right, so this is the post review now with Jody. How did I do on my uh, my checkup and cleaning? Overall, not bad. You need to work on one area on the lower left. And what, what's wrong with that area? You have a crown that's starting to break down and may need oh. to be replaced in the future. Okay, great. I can't wait. What's my teeth are old. You know, I'm old. My teeth are old. I'm just as old as you are. <laughs> <laughs> King Dave, he has a crown. <laughs> it's the only crown I'll ever have, I think. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Lainey Wilson. This is the Big Dave Show, 611, and a happy Tuesday to you, one week away from Halloween. And this year, Stat wants to dress up as a teacup cow. I had no idea. <laughs> no, no, I, I want to be the farmer. I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this. You post on our B105 Facebook page yesterday when I got home. I'm like, wait, what is this? I thought it was fake at first. I'd never heard totally of, with you. of miniature cows, and now you want one. Definitely. I thought it was clickbait when I saw the picture of this little tiny cow and this person holding it in like two hands. And I'm like, no, I got chihuahuas. So I, I live in a little animal world. And anyway, I'm like, is that, is that a real thing? And then I looked into it. Yes, teacup mini cows are a thing. They get uh, 36 to 48 inches, about yeah. the size of a large dog. They, like look like, they look like dogs when they're frolicking around. It's they're crazy. They're so cute. Yeah, I guess they they love people. They like hanging around. Uh, you could milk them, get about a gallon and a half a day. <laughs> Come on. My dog's not contributing like that. I'd rather have a mini cow than a dog. <laughs> a little mini cow. Going What's up? There. What's the rule out there where you're living, stat? Uh, well, you allowed to have a, hooved it's animals. A hooved animal, so I'm a. It's big no no. What if you put little boots on her? Well, yeah. Oh, well, I went Disguise. over. I went over to TikTok to see what they uh, say about it, and I saw these things frolicking around. Introducing mini Highland cows. These adorable cows have gained in popularity in recent years due to their small size and fluffy appearance. Yes. They measure only 3.4 feet at the shoulder, which is tiny for a cow. These cows are mostly sought after as pets, and demand is high. This means that prices for these cows can be very high, with animals selling for thousands of dollars. Uh-oh, there's the stat stop right there. <laughs> but, I mean, you Wait, at, how much did it say? Thousands, thousands of dollars. But, I mean, there's some purebred dogs. Yeah, that, that's that true. Expensive that can too. be like two grand. Exactly. Well, I guess there are some farms around here. Far Farms has Scottish Highlands, but they say these minis are inbred. They don't have them, and they have a tendency of having a lot of health uh -oh. problems. Uh oh, that's so like be what careful. I've heard about golden doodles. Sometimes people are like, "You actually don't want that dog," and I'm like. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> so you're gonna are, are you going to try? Is there anybody that you could go see to frolic around with them? I posted this up on our Facebook page yesterday. I yeah. already have neighbors telling me, "Don't do it, Stat. Uh -oh. you know, well. We're not allowed to have this in our neighborhood. We see what you're doing here." So I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off. But, but if there's somebody listening that has a farm, and chances are there is that has one of these, you'd love to come see it. A mini one. Now yeah. these Highland cows, like the party animal. Express that brings around animals for kids to pet. They have some Highland cows, oh my but gosh. they don't have the mini ones. Yeah, I want a mini one. 
Can you bring them to the studio? I just want to see them. I just want to see it run down our hallway. I oh, think it'd be. Uh, yes. And by the <laughs> way, you can house train them too. So you oh, don't. Really? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. They say it's not easy, but you can house train a cow. Uh-oh. Watch out, Kayla. If there is anybody in this <laughs> world that should have a pet mini cow, it's Statman. There's yeah. no yeah. doubt in my mind. Let's Aww. make it happen. Let's yeah. make it happen. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, it's Ashley. I'm here with Stephanie from Cincinnati. We're at the Making Strides Breast Cancer Walk at Yateman's Cove this morning. How are you feeling about this? I feel really pumped. <laughs> well, are you running? You walking? What are you oh, doing? I'm walking. I'm not a runner. I'm walking with my family and some of my close friends who have been here to support me through the last five years. I'm a five-year cancer survivor. Um, had a double mastectomy, went through reconstruction and everything, and I have a strong faith. And um, all of my family and friends have helped me get through it, and I'm doing wonderful. Right, we're so happy to hear that, and you have the support with you, and you are here making a difference. If there's anybody you know out there listening that may be going through some things that you went through or facing breast cancer, can you you know give some advice or words of encouragement to those listening right now? Yeah, um, I would say reach out and get help. It's, I've always been the kind of person who wants to do everything myself, and you can't. You have to rely on the help of other people and let people in. Don't you know? Don't be afraid. I always asked um, people. Said, "Why do you think it happened to you?" And I always said, "Why not?" I mean, I don't know why I would be any different than anybody else. And I feel like this has strengthened my faith and given me changed my whole attitude on life. Like every day is a blessing. Well said. And uh, in October, what color do we wear? We wear pink. <laughs> Woo! Absolutely, we did. And another great year, man. We we're so happy as B one hundred five to be uh, in with the American Cancer Society and the big Making Strides Walk, one of their biggest in the nation here every year in Cincinnati. It was a great turnout. So many people this year coming out to support. Mm-hmm. And, and the s- weather was perfect. Yeah, and so many <laughs> inspiring stories as well from people there. Yeah, do you go beyond a 5com There's a ton of other inspiring stories on there, mm-hmm. just stories of survival and coming back. And so many people will get a death sentence with this thing, and then they... You know, they survive it. They get a reprieve. Beautiful. Absolutely, they do. And they uh, that's all thanks to the work from the American Cancer Society. And there's other events. If you missed this one, Ashley, there's another chance for you to help. Yeah, and all the infos on B105.com. We know October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So Pink Ribbon Good is hosting their first annual Walk for Good. Okay, this is sponsored by the Silver Springs Silver Spring House and Klosterman Bakery. It's uh, this Sunday, actually, at 9 a.m. So if you want to get out and walk and show your support. They've also got a little treat trail for kids. 
So that's kind of fun. Oh, fun. Uh, I think it's just important, like she said, you know, reach out for help and know that there's support there and resources mm-hmm. because a lot of us know someone that's been affected by breast cancer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My sister-in-law, I know t- so many people. And, and you know what? They fight the good fight and they come through it. And you can also show your support right now at Kroger. When you go through, look for the Klosterman bread pink loaves right there. And that's how you can help, right? You know? B105, The Big Dave Show. So uh, last Friday, we had Jason Aldean call into the show to announce that he is the Friday night headliner for next year's Voices of America Country Music Fest, August 9th through the 11th. VOA Park in Westchester. So that's two of them now. Saturday night will be Keith Urban. So this is gearing up to be a huge show. Mm -hmm. And we've got passes for you to win right now for the whole weekend. Yeah, we're going to play Big Dave's Horrible impersonations. <laughs> yes. So here's the deal. I do terrible impressions, and I, I have to do one. I, I'm flying blind into this cup here that Ashley and Stat wrote down some scary people this time, and I have to do an impression of them on the fly. Yesterday, it was Freddy <laughs> Krueger. It sounded like this. I'm your new boyfriend now, Rachel. So that's what I came up with. And believe it or not, somebody got that on the first try. It was Freddy Krueger, and they were like, ah, I got the tickets. All right, so now I'm ready to reach in here into this cup. All right, what mystery name are you going to pull, pull out? out? A scary person's name. I've got a bunch of them there in my finger. I'm not looking. I'm trying to just get it down to one. And... <laughs> okay. I don't know. Is this person scary? I guess he can be. Uh-oh. Um, All right, let's hear it. Give us your horrible impression. <laughs> All right. I know what I'm going to do here. Because he's I don't know if a scary movie's in, but I'm going to do this. You ready? All right. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Anything else? I know what I can do, but I mean, all right. I'm getting pretty tired of all these Snakes on a plane. Oh, yeah, I got it now. Now you got that. I got one in my wallet. All right. Oh my God. Call, caller 10-749-B105. You tell me who I'm doing a horrible impression of today, and you're going to the VOA. Come on. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, doing another round of Dave Does, this time horrible impersonations and we got dan from uh buyer steals working on the job this morning listening to b good morning dan good morning all right so i reached into the cup pulled out a name that stat and ashley had written down had to come up with an impression of them on the fly are you ready i am which one would you prefer the first one i came up with or the second one uh the the first one the second one's a little bit too uh racy (laughs) capital one what's in your wallet (laughs) (laughs) what celebrity is he doing a horrible impression of samuel jackson Uh, wait 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 where's my l L jackson thank you (laughs) if you don't put in the l i shall strike down those who don't that's my pulp fiction sam jackson (laughs) congratulations dan you definitely didn't take the l you won the weekend passes to voices of america country music fest August 9th through the 11th. Thank you very much. Have fun, buddy. We'll see you out there. All right. Thank you, guys. And there will be no snakes on the planes, just so you know. That's that's good. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
podcast. 105 Studio, I'm looking at a very spooky, scary skeleton in the form of a trophy that our stat man made as, uh, I mean, he outdid himself, I believe, on this one. This is amazing. You can see it over on our B105 Facebook page, too. Uh, it is the trophy that the king or queen of Halloween in the tri-state is going to receive. Yeah, you can actually see how I made it if you go over to our Facebook page or Instagram. Because mm-hmm. I put a lot of work in that thing. I know a lot of people do a whole bunch and put in a ton of work putting up the display. So I just wanted a trophy that was good enough for that. Oh, it that looks would, really good. Fits it. Yeah, well, we're looking for the best residential house display in the tri-state. So what you have to do is go to B105.com and upload a little video or picture, slideshow or whatever of your of your yard. And uh, we're going to crown the king or queen of Halloween. And some of these yards, I mean, they probably had to start decorating like at the end of summer. Exactly. They have so many pieces. Yes. It's crazy. And I look at some of them, and my first thought, and this is a total dad thing, but I'm like, where do you keep that stuff? I mean, you know, (laughs) I've got a house down the street from me that does it crazy much of it for Halloween. And then they do the same thing with Christmas. Just as much stuff in the yard as they do. And I'm like, I'm looking at your house and I'm like, you got to be renting out storage space somewhere. Maybe it's the same decorations. It's a skeleton just dressed in a Santa suit. (laughs) It's not. Well, it is impressive. And that's why we want to crown the king or queen of Halloween. Uh, You can register your house. You can't register someone else's. You can go, oh, my neighbor, because we're going to be at that house next Tuesday, broadcasting our show live. We're going to do our whole show, Halloween morning, from the winner's house. Dude, this is really hard to judge, because I'm looking at houses in Bethel, houses out in Lawrenceburg, Mm -hmm. all the way up to Middletown. I mean, there's houses decked out all over. Yeah. And you and still have time to creativity. Get... That's what I look for. Yeah. And, and you still have time to get your submission in so we can decide by the end of this week where we're going to be and who's going to be the king or queen of Halloween. One thing's for certain. Uh, when you win, you not only get that awesome trophy Statman made, you get all the Halloween candy you are going to need for trick or treat night. Thanks to our friends at Kroger. Yeah. I'm going to fill a, a few grocery carts, I think, with candy to bring out. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Kroger is stepping up. B105.com is where you go to get registered right now. It's more of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. Luke Combs uh, looking at lots of sunshine today. Well, partly cloudy. We'll take it. 76 for the high. It's a beautiful day as I get to kind of do my precursor uh, for my Halloween hot dog pass out. You know, every year at Halloween on trick or treat night, I pass out hot dogs at my house. I go through hundreds of them. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing it. I'm grilling and having fun. I got candy, too. But tonight, I'm on the board at DCCH, Diocesan Catholic Children's Home there in Fort Mitchell. And we're having the trunk or treat for the kids there, which is really a big deal. Because, they, you know, they're in that home. They don't get to do a lot. So they get to come outside, Uh wear costumes. And I do hot dogs there as well. And uh, I'll be sweating, not only because I'll be over my Blackstone tonight, but I will <laughs> also have on my Michael Myers mask. So I'm wearing a mask, and it's rubber, and I know I'm just going to be pouring sweat because it's going to be kind of warm by the time it I'm doing it. It will be, this. but do you have trouble seeing? I mean, you're on the grill. I know they're hot dogs yeah. mostly, but can you see out of thing? I pull well, the or? mask up every.
every once in a while so I can see. The worst part about it is, is I can't wear my glasses oh. underneath my mask because they'll fit under there, but they fog up. Oh, my gosh. So I can't really see, and there's a point, and then I have to take my glasses off, and I'm like Velma from Scooby-Doo. Where are my glasses? Well, as but, long as you're not burning them, I think it's a really nice thing that you're doing for the kids. Well, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I did it last year. Actually, our friend uh, Becky from Skyline came out, and we did chili cheese conies last year. So this year, I know that hopefully they're not yelling at me. It's just going to be straight up hot dogs. But we're going to have a good time, and I can't wait to do it. I mean, it's so much fun, and I'm usually dancing as Michael Myers. And you know, <laughs> Michael you know. Myers. you'll be sweating all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I don't know if I'm going to lose any weight though, because it's like one hot dog for you and one for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure they're cooked all the way through, right? Yeah. 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 That's funny. It's a 918. Dylan Scott now in his latest big song for him, too. It's called Can't Have Mine. B105. Good morning. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Nicole Spink lives in England with her husband and their 14-year-old cat named Bella. No doubt a big part of their family. And, well, you know, if you have a cat, there's nothing like it when they just get up in your lap and start purring. It just will relax you instantly because you know that cat is as content as it can possibly be at that moment. Yeah. I think science has proven that yeah. a purring cat will bring down your blood pressure. Well, Whoa. the thing about Bella is she might elevate yours a little bit with her purr because sometimes when people are over at their house, they'll say, hey, what's that loud noise? And Nicole always replies, it's just Bella. She's really happy right now. Her purr is insanely loud. How loud? Well, sometimes when she's in your lap and you're trying to watch TV, Nicole says it drowns out the TV. Oh, my God. It is so loud. So they thought, is she the loudest cat in the world? (laughs) So Nicole and her husband found some app they got on their phone where they could measure her purr in decibels. How loud did it say she was? The phone app said... Her purr was coming in at 45 decibels, which is pretty loud. About the sound of normal room noise if you're in a room full of people. But they reached out to the Guinness Book of World Records, who were kind of interested in this. So they sent over a sound engineer to record Bella's purr. And this is how it went. This is an official attempt for the loudest purr by a domestic cat. Nicole, Bella, are you ready? Yes, we are. I can now confirm that you achieved 54.6 decibels A-weighted. Congratulations. <laughs> no way. Almost 55. Like a or 55 something. decibels. <laughs> and if you want to put that alongside some other noises, it's as loud as a tea kettle. A washing machine. Wow. And close to a vacuum cleaner. Crazy. <laughs> that that is a loud. loud cat. So she has now landed as the loudest <laughs> living cat in the Guinness Book of World Records. And Nicole couldn't be happier because when Nicole was a little girl, every year for Christmas, she received a copy of the Guinness Book of World Records, the new one that came out. And it was her favorite Christmas gift. And now she, along with her cat, Bella, are in the Guinness Book of World Records. Awesome. Loudest purr. (laughs) Let's hear it one more time for Bella. Take it, girl. Thank you for the good vibes this morning. B105. More.
the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, Dad Joke of the Day on B105. And this morning we have Nevaeh. She is a fourth grader at Willowville Elementary in West Claremont. We were just out there at the high school for Friday Night Bites last Friday. Great time. Nevaeh, were you at the game? Yes. Yes, you were. I know who you are. We took some (laughs) pictures with you, didn't we? Yeah. All right. You had a dad joke for me that night. You're going to give it to us right now. Let's have it. Why does the football player kick the vending machine? Oh, I don't know. Why Why does the football football player player kick the the vending vending machine? machine? To get its quarterback. Oh, great, (laughs) Thank you very much, sweetheart. We love you. Thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast, B105.com.